The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Friday morning. Now, unlike so many TV anchors around here, I don't despise my life and my job so much (laughs) that I just worship Friday. On Mondays, it's only four days till Friday. Thursday's Friday Eve. My God. I mean, what kind of life are you living, man? Seriously. Come on. It's a good Friday. My daughter's 22 today. That was a good Friday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. I just turned 22. I was wondering what to do. (laughs) I've, I've always measured my life in song lyrics. I have. That's a good thing. And that was one. That's Powderfinger from Neil it's Young. A quirky, but it's just a good Just turned thing. 22. I was wondering what Remember to do. Blink-182 one. No one likes you when you're 23. Yeah. Three, no one likes you when you're 23. Is it 24? Is it? No, I think it's 23. Brian, you would know. Blink-182. I'm not an emo punk. I don't know <laughs> Blink-182 songs. <laughs> I, I, it was your it, era. It, I'm almost sure it was it's my 23. Era. Incubus has the uh, 23 and something yeah. that comes with well, it. Pirate looks at 40, Jimmy Buffett. I mean, we got all kinds of little breakouts there. Yeah, it's um, 23. All right. No one likes you when you're 23. Quality yeah, Tire, yeah, thank yeah, you so much. 301-9229, 301-9229, the number here if you'd like to get in touch with us. Um, I did note on the way in... Wow. It, it When it gets my attention, it's bad. Gas prices. Oh, yeah. Inflation is, is terrible. spiked in the last two days. Totally. Holy, Holy guacamole. I think yeah. uh, oil was like 90 bucks a barrel. It's, uh, let's see, I think that the average is 347 And they're, they're blaming it on Russian tensions. Of course, there's always yeah. something they can blame it on if they want it to go up. They just make it go up and say, here's why. Yeah. And we deal with it. We live with it. <laughs> but I mean, three forty-seven is the national average. You said you paid what this morning? Two two uh, three twenty-nine. So I mean, Morrison every, Springs Road. It's all over three dollars a gallon now. Mm-hmm. You can't find it anywhere that's not. And I said, normal. I just I pay no attention to it. I wheel into the first place available. And now I mean, it makes a difference when you say, I'm, you know, let me get twenty in number two, and you walk out there and it goes. And it's yeah. like it's like you just hit a spritzer, <laughs> you know, right. like you just you know you were just putting on cologne. My God, I used to buy. I didn't even move my needle. Uh, that you was know? a good impression. I yeah. used to buy gas in uh, ten dollar <laughs> increments, and now I have to buy it in fifteen dollar increments. Ah, uh, how inconvenient! Very upset. Um, all right, so my name is Jeff Styles, and this is Jen Lambert, and this is Russell Stroud, and that is Brian Stone, and we do this show every damn day for you guys, Monday through Friday, and it's posted at five a.m. and I hope you're listening right now, and if you're not screw you what's wrong with you what 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 is what is keeping you from wanting to be more enlightened and entertained um took a beautiful drive up to clarksville yesterday i just want to mention this it was just a spur of the moment thing i had the dogs and went down to get my tag i sent you the, the picture of the tag office yeah. you said you didn't understand why people were missing it no, it telling, looks like a license plate. i know that's why i said it, it's so obvious <laughs> it's just embarrassing when you miss it but i'm not the only one everybody's doing it Everybody's driving around looking for the tag office because that doesn't look like a government sign. I just picture you walking in going, uh, yeah. where's the tag office? I mean, I, this is my second trip, so I was able to find it this time, and, of, and they were real nice. And then of, I just took off to Clarksville for the hell of it. What a beautiful drive. God. Yeah. One of my kids yesterday got a new license plate because they had to renew their registration. And then we heard on the news last night that there might be some sort of error on the 
on the plate itself. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know what the error is. Well, they okay. give you a choice right now. I mean, of course, there are 180 different, you know, individual tags you can get. Specialty if, if tags. If you love, you know, if, if you love, you know, tufted tit mice, they have a tag for you. <laughs> If you if you're a you know speckled brown trout fisherman, yeah. they have a tag for you. Uh, but I mean the two tags. There's a Dolly Parton tag too. You get your your choice. These are just the plain tags. You have to pay ten dollars extra to get Dolly Parton on there, or somebody like that, or a speckled brown trout, or or titmouse. You know um, I don't think it's quite fair that they're valued equally. But it's it just <laughs> one, one one says this is interesting. One says in God we trust. The other one doesn't. And they just say which one do you want? It doesn't cost any more to get one than the other. <laughs> I said, just hand me the one in your left hand. I don't even remember which one it was. I, it, it was BBR. I thought, I'll be able to remember that. You know, BBR, you know, I'm, I'm, you need to have your tag memorized. You can be walking back and forth all the time. And uh, <laughs> I don't trust after that last debacle. Yeah. You know, here's an idea. Take a photo of it. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've done <laughs> that too. But then you have to have your phone, and you have to be able to find the photo. And Put it in your favorites, confusing. and there it is. All right. I, we Make can, it your phone background. It's too complicated. We can't go. <laughs> this is lock screen. This is license plate. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get into news and sports and the upfront wrap up here in just a second, which are sponsored segments of the show here. And if you'd like to sponsor a segment, what should they do, Jen? They should call me, me 635-3557, or you can email me, Chattanooga Drive-In Show at gmail.com. This is my new worry, my new worry toy here, my, my Super Bowl. Don't take it away from me. I won't know what to do. Um, we, we, we're, we can't even get started before bringing this up. Mm -hmm. this, this is number one with a bullet today. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. Yeah. Talks about Nancy Pelosi turning the D.C. police into the Gazpacho police. Mm. The what? The Gazpacho, the Gazpacho police. Gazpacho police. And you mean and the Gestapo? That's, that's what she. What that's she, what she meant to say, but she mm, didn't. I don't she, think she, she knew. Said, she said Gazpacho <laughs> several times. Isn't that a character in West Side Story? Uh, it's a no, soup. it's a soup. It's oh. a cold Italian soup. It's cold tomato soup. It's delicious. It's tomato oh. soup, and it's and it's literally. I mean, it is. It is. It is it's cold. It's full of vegetables. It's for you. I am. I have had gazpacho at times where it 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 suited me yeah. on a certain morning. So I was never a Bloody Mary guy because I, I as much I as love I love Bloody tomatoes, Marys. I don't like tomato juice hmm. necessarily or tomato soup for some reason. I, I never made that leap. So gazpacho one, but no, she she referred to the gazpacho and their tactics mm. over and over again. <laughs> their and, creamy good tactics. And everybody knows it's actually the Vichy Soie violence that we should be <laughs> concerned with. <laughs> I mean, I've dealt with a gazpacho, and let me tell you, they're, they're the consomme professionals. <laughs> They really, they really are. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this woman is such at a humiliating embarrassment to all of America, not just Northwest Georgia. I think she should be arrested the by the sous vide. <laughs> I just, I mean, talking about soup Nazis. I mean, literally. Now we, we've got real soup Nazis oh, trolling the streets of D.C. looking for for violations, and uh, that actually sprang from a real story where now. Uh, the GOP is saying that the D.C. police are turning against them. The D.C. police do not answer to a party, do not answer to the Speaker of the House, do not answer to anybody other than their own boss. And obviously there's been a lot of shakeups there since, you know, last year. But, uh, wow. 
You know, and I, I told Russell, I said, that sounds like something I would do, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to give her holy hell for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that sounds like exactly the kind of mental mistake I would make in here doing stream of consciousness and say something like that. And you like guys when you talk about it. cutting the cord and then you don't know yeah, what cutting the cord is. And I have no is. idea what cutting the cord really meant. <laughs> I, I probably knew what it meant at some, point, at some point. And then at some point I lost it. You know, that's, there you go. Uh, just, we'll go ahead and get things going here pretty quick. Um, there's a lot of space to cover. And we're going to get a whole full show in today. We've been doing so many interviews lately. We've been having to shorten things up. So hopefully everybody will get their moment in the sunshine. And you go first, Russell, because you're the dude that does the headlines. All right. Well, starting out with probably the most prominent story, a man identified as a 21-year-old Andre Blocker led deputies on a chase down Glenwood. This happened Wednesday morning. Reports say the driver was spotted traveling erratically. When a deputy pulled him over, the driver allegedly reached for a gun in the glove box. When confronted, the driver, instead of grabbing the gun, sped away, leading deputies on a chase. The driver crashed into a vehicle, injuring one person, and then crashed into a brick column in front of a barbecue restaurant. The driver was arrested. The TWRA says that cold water contributed to a drowning that took place at Chickamauga Lake. Reports say the two men were launching a boat near Eldridge Road when it began to drift away. One of the men jumped into the frigid waters to save the boat. His head went beneath the surface and didn't come up again. Uh, the other man called 911. An underwater remote-operated vehicle did eventually locate the body in just about six feet of water. McKamey Animal Center, we mentioned this yesterday, but it's worth mentioning again, has raised the reward for more information leading to an arrest in the case of a dog found with its muzzle taped shut. The dog, called Bright Eyes now, is doing much better and is in good hands. $4,500 is the reward for information that leads to an arrest. The money for the reward was donated uh, from the community. Erlanger Health System will be shifting from a public nonprofit to a private 501c3 sometime in the future. This will free up the hospital from any obligations it has to the county government. Chairman Jim Coleman says this will allow for the health system to move more quickly in the marketplace. It will also be a financial hit for the hospital, but they say the freedom to move allows them to recover quickly. County Mayor Coppinger says that they're still in the early stages of this move, and I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about that uh, later on in the show. But in the meantime, from the Sea of Bhopal, where a famous nuclear accident occurred, it's Dave Hooker. My official Super Bowl prediction forthcoming standby. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Uh, bad scheduling by my part. If I can share a personal note that I'm sure Jeff Stiles can appreciate. Uh, I had one of those uh, old men exams on uh, February the 14th because I've been married a long time. What does it matter? But that was the day after the Super Bowl. So, Jeff, you'll appreciate this. I moved that appointment, that exam, <laughs> later. So I'm going to eat all day on Sunday. Not going to, you know, the fasting, drinking. But, but anyway, there is a game on Sunday. It's called the Super Bowl for a reason because it's the biggest game of the year when it comes to football. Here's what you need to watch. I want to make it really simple for you. Watch the Rams' defensive line. There are plenty of stars all across the field. But watch what they do with Aaron Donald, arguably the best player in all of football at defensive tackle, and the pressure they put on Joe, Joe Burrow, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Burrow has gotten sacked six times and still won a game because he's got great receivers like Jamar Chase and uh, a little guy called T. Higgins from Oak Ridge that Tennessee decided not to recruit. But mm. ultimately, I am picking Joe Burrow. Even mm. though he will get pressured, I think they'll have extra protection for him in the form of a tight end or a fullback. I think Joe Burrow is a special athlete. I'm comparing him right now to Joe Montana. I think they're very similar. So I said it. 
Now, Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. Let's put the two and a half at Joe Burrow. I might go the over. That's a tough one. You're watching something special, the beginning of something really neat on Sunday. And, Jen, you're welcome to come over to the Super Bowl party. I'll explain to you what's going on and who Aaron Donald and Joe Burrow is. Dave Hooker, Optic Sports. All right, Dave. I appreciate the specialized shout-out as we deal with, you know, digital probes into your various <laughs> orify. Uh, I have so far, I've kept that to a very limited few excursions. Thank you very much. They did that to me on my 18th, uh, when I was 18. Well, if you're going for full physical, they're supposed to do it. And just like they used to do the turn your head and cough hernia check. How yeah. many young men have hernias? None, as far no, as I know. I've never seen one. And that was but I mean, the, I just think they just like grabbing you by the gonads. I was at the, I was at the peak of my physical and martial arts uh, prowess at that time. Uh, all those high kicks in Taekwondo, they were worried you'd yeah, you know, yeah, possibly so given up something. I almost killed him. Yeah. Um, but no, they, on the Super Bowl, let's just uh, jump on there real fast because, like I said, we, we're not seeing the hype we would normally see because the, the network that's carrying the Super Bowl is also carrying the Olympics. I didn't know the Super Bowl was happening until I saw a arrangement Re- at Food City of these tastefully placed Budweisers in the Rebecca shape of a Rebecca was, was re-surprised to remember that the Super Bowl was this weekend. You know, yeah. she was gone last weekend. I said, yeah, you just haven't seen as much hype this year. Well, the season's too damn long, and we're playing it too late into the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it used to be in January, and that's where it should be. Uh, Once they moved into February, they kind of lost a little bit of its nap because you're still – now you're in the NBA as actually people are beginning to pay attention Hmm. to, you know, the never-ending basketball association. (laughs) Um, And uh, and then with the Olympics – and let's just mention this real quick. The cheapest ticket to the Super Bowl you can find is going to be about 4K. Now, you have got to be a tremendous super fan Shoot. or just have it on your bucket list to want to pay 4K. The average is $8,600. An average is $8,600 for a ticket to be in SoFi Stadium, you know, and that stadium is, has its own checkered past. One thing, and I don't know how this is supposed to work, but our own government has warned us that the Canadian trucker demonstration mm-hmm. that started in Ottawa is going to interfere not just at the border, but at the Super Bowl. Wait, at the How Super is Bowl? this going to happen? Yeah, the, the government has issued a warning that the trucker boycott protest going on up in Canada over vaccines is going to, that they have an aim and a destination to disrupt the Super Bowl. I haven't seen this that. This is our government. That's interesting. Doesn't, I haven't seen that either. Well, so why does the government care about fe- the Super Bowl? Feel free. One of you guys who have have free fingers right now, feel Let's free see. to do yeah, a quick search look. on it because I certainly don't know. Uh, I will flash back to the Olympics very quickly, though. I, oh, I, it's, it's U.S. truckers. They're planning a protest convoy. Uh, and to do in, in, in conjunction oh, with the, the Canadians. Right. The Canadians can't get across the border. The right. United States uh, trucker nation can't let Canada get all yeah. this news. Yeah, I was we say, won't uh, be out rednecks. Well, by God, <laughs> if the Canadian truckers hit the gate doing 98 and say, let them truckers roll 10-4, what are they going to do? They're going to roll. They're going to roll on. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> well, My I mean, all, all corners, all pockets of, of whatever your ideology comes out at the Super Bowl in some form or fashion, and whether it's press row or whether it's radio row or whether it's just in the parking lot, I'm not surprised to hear that. I am. I, I owe you an apology, Jim, because you were actually talking about the right person the other day. I misidentified her. I, I, I went with Eileen Gu, and really you were talking about Chloe Kim being the extremely cute 
I said American. call it Kim, and you said I, no. I know. I, I, I was saying, I'm, so I apologize to you too. I apologize to everybody. <laughs> uh, Chloe Kim is just gets her second gold. That's yeah, a, that's, that's, that's an absolute world record right there. It is, and she had actually taken quite a, a long break yeah, too. Yeah, and she, I mean, well, she didn't even know that she wanted to continue. She is. She didn't. It, look up the word adorable in the dictionary and you see a picture of chloe kim i don't think a human being can be more adorable she is adorable but actually she's not the one i was talking about was it I not was, i was talking about the chinese american right chloe who, kim is korean american yeah who okay. is competing actually for china okay and she is right. the face of the olympics well, in china well right now she's, the face of the adorable. olympics is right now is chloe kim and yeah. nathan chin who also got his second gold? Uh, he's, yeah. he's amazing. He's awesome. I, I have to. I, I, I'm, my editorials on this today. On the, everybody's got one, so I, I won't go too hard on it right this second. But man, every four years we get reminded there there are sports that exist that we don't pay a whole lot of attention to, <laughs> and that's one. I don't care who you are. How can you not appreciate what he did? What about that Elton John tune? Where did he find that? <laughs> With the symphonic hip-hop arrangement. Well, his choreographer found it. He didn't. My God, it was absolutely breathtaking. I found out in talking to someone who actually knows a thing or two about ice skating that uh, they have like a whole team behind them. It's and, not just him and his coach. There's yeah. like 10 different people working on it. Russians cheat 100% of the time. Keep this in mind as we <laughs> yes. enter negotiations oh, over the Ukraine. What, what they an cheat. upset. That is so... Are you talking about the ice skater? Yeah, the ice skaters and the podium, you know, the, the, the metal delivery, which they didn't do. What in the hell are those Tim Burton ghastly faces Oh yeah, that they have surrounded by the crown of, you know golden you know laurel oh. what what is that i mean literally that's, it looks that's it, the like Olympics it came mascot. straight out of nightmare on you know <laughs> on christmas eve you know from some tim burton actually you know, they're hallucination they're, they're so wanted they're so in demand that that china God, can't keep looking. up they, they can't keep up with you're talking about with being, manufacturing this being idiot Duane. guy here this, yeah, this panda looking thing that looks more like the the cramps or the misfits logo from <laughs> 70s punk from back in the day well everybody you know? wants one he's uh, called bing Duen Duen. yeah right. well that's but that, there's that also means satan incarnate there's also shui ron ron which is like i think he's supposed to be a, a rice cake or something what are his pronouns they there's a what the one of the Russian skaters uh, a young person who shouldn't be on heart medication that's what I'm was talking on about. a heart medication that is completely banned by the IOC and so the entire dais of people have to wait to get their medals yeah the oh, Russians cheat every chance you if they're talking they're cheating well and the mind. thing is I, I often I, wonder if I hate the, Russians I know I do I often wonder if the athletes even know that they're being doped up because probably their trainer gives them like a cup full of pills and All says right. yeah. take these here's your oh meds. I guarantee you that's true and this is just a side note for the last couple of decades maybe longer every olympics broadcast are the least watched broadcast yeah and this is no 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 uh, exception to ramp down over 50 percent less viewership than the last winter olympics people don't care about this anymore well i will say though i think a lot I enjoy of the, it i enjoy it too I oh think, there's plenty to enjoy but yeah. generally speaking yeah. the General masses popular. are not sure. watching it I think it was that, huge in the 80s i think a lot of it comes from the fact that the internet's a thing now and we could just watch the highlight reel the next day yeah, and if you want to know sure. who already won you you will find out yeah you know? and here's another free spirit her name is spateri uh her name is actually janice spateri she grew up in san francisco she is representing her home nation the only one of malta Oh, cool! Wow, she's one of our snowboarders. That's awesome. And she a is Maltese another. Snowboard. She has blue and green and purple hair, 
and she looks just like a snowboarder should. She's a Gen Zer. And she literally went streaking across the finish line and fell down on her butt and was sitting there and reached into her parka, her yeah. little ski jacket, and pulled out a dumpling. Yeah, a, a dumpling. Those are red bean. Yeah, they're those red are bean buns. Red bean paste dumplings, yeah. which apparently are the thing you want when you're in the Olympic Village. The food is terrible, from what I understand. Yeah. And she had two that she'd forgotten about that she had stuck in her pocket. And she actually did the entire run and sat down, and while the camera was on, her, just pulled out a dumpling and shoved it in her the mouth. The story is that she, she was too nervous to eat before the run yeah. and knew that and she'd put them in there on purpose to and, have after the run. And you oh, got you to love this about when the headline says... Oh, I love let's, that. Picture. Let's see here. Uh, Lindsay Jacobellis, you know, you've got her, you know, violating flag etiquette, which they all do. Oh, who cares? You know, you've draping the flag around themselves and wearing yeah. it like a shawl, and yeah. it irritates me. It did irritate me. Oh, does but it? This, I love this one. Uh, I, that's, I've lost the page, but it said, um, Sean White does Sean White things. That was the headline. <laughs> that's exactly what the headline said. Sean yeah. White does Sean White things. He's amazing. So cutting straight to it. All right, so Joker's Law. Hitting resistance mm -hmm. already, yeah. By people, you know, state representatives who are like doing like me, and they're they're rubbing their head and they're going, "Okay, how am I going to phrase this where I don't look like a total <laughs> dick? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't look like I hate dogs." Then you have people saying, but, "Dog lives matter." But and all I stuff. have, I Dog have, lives I matter. have questions. Yes, I have questions <laughs> over the propriety here. I don't know that it's going to fly through the way apparently all of our news anchors around here want to see it fly through. Oh, I know. It drives me crazy. They're in love with Joker's Law. They're for consigning the Jen. petitions themselves. I know they are. Uh, so I anyway. That. I am. They train these dogs. Yeah, I know they do. I train they, mine, they, too. They shouldn't be. I mean, if, if they weren't going to be put in the, these situations, okay, it shouldn't be a law. But, but they're... You know, it's just they're, it's they're the officers same. They, for all intents run, and purposes. They're running into a bunch of old what? white men like me who are going. So we're putting a dog's life on the exact same level as a human being's life. And no, they have actually a hard higher time with that. Actually higher. higher. Yeah. That's the problem with the bill is that this would the bill as it stands now would make it a higher grade of felony to hurt a police dog than it would be to hurt a regular police officer. Well, I don't know that that's fair. Thank but, you. But it should be the same. Thank you. I think it should be the same. Jen gives up ground. Somebody get out their red marker I, on the I'm, calendar. I'm giving up, a, you know, an eighteenth of an inch. Erlanger goes nonprofit. This is the big story. I mean, there are t lots of big stories, but I mean, this is going to affect our lives uh, here in our community greatly. Erlanger, since back in the '70s, has taken a very small amount of money. Now, I say $3 million, that seems like a lot of money to small us. Small loan of $3 million. But, I mean, the county, for the money that the state and the county spend every year and for what a hospital spends, it's minuscule. It's minuscule. But that little bitty amount of money that the county gives every year gives them all kinds of sway and say because then Erlanger becomes one of these public, you know, private, profit, non-profit, whatever, you know, it's classification is, well, it's going straight for 501c3 now. Uh, they're going to revamp the entire mission statement, and they're going to give up that little bit of government money so they can pursue more aggressively marketing and PR campaigns a la St. Jude's. I mean, even, even their hands are tied with a memorial. Erlanger, because it takes the public money, has always had to take all the indigent population. Mm -hmm. Memorial may be a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful place. I'm not saying that it's not, or any of the other you know hospitals in the region, but they have the right to turn away an indigent patient. Erlanger does not. Mm -hmm. They can't just say, you don't have money, you don't come in. When they do this, 
surely they're not going to lead with this, but they would be able to do that. But basically, it would no longer limit the size of the gifts, the donations I, as a private citizen, might want to make. So what would happen to the indigent patients? Where would they go? I, mean, I what, think what they'll, is the option? they'll still be cared for by probably Erlanger mostly and some of the other hospitals. I don't think we're going to just watch people dying on the streets because they're being turned away. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's really... No, it can't legally happen. It's really just more of the the classification will let them be more Selective. Yeah, okay. and more competitive in, in general. Right. But, I mean, it, it's definitely going to have a, a, an effect. It's been 45 years since they changed the mission statement of Erlanger, and it's yeah. and it's the way that it's written out. Mm-hmm. And this new guy, Jim Coleman, is not messing around. Now, you know, the old CEO got a job somewhere up in the Northeast, somewhere mm-hmm. up in New York State, I want to say, um, Kevin Spiegel. Mm-hmm. Did not care for Mr. Spiegel. Uh, loved his wife, uh, the one that was, that was killed in that condominium, you know, collapsed mm, down that's in florida right. that's right i just didn't ever really care for him i thought he was an extremely narcissistic man and i thought he made some very bad decisions but under his watch the foundation and the children's you know treatment center came up and and so mr coleman walks into a whole new situation and says we're just gonna we're gonna change this up and by god they're going to now also a local story and this is also big mayor tim kelly is now co-chair of the Mayors Against Illegal Guns organization. That is incredibly impressive. A nationwide group. Let me just grab real quick the write-up. And Logan Hullinger, Mm -hmm. staff writer for the Times Free Press, says part of the New York-based nonprofit organization Every Town for Gun Safety. I'm very familiar with them. Yeah. uh, Said he will be one of 10 co-chairs to promote gun violence and crack down on gun violence to promote gun control and crack down Mm. on gun violence. That would make more sense. I was going to say, you want to promote gun violence? City leaders like Mayor Kelly, this is a quote, are on the front lines of America's gun violence epidemic, but they can't win this fight without help from leaders at all levels of government, says somebody with the actual organization. And he's going to be in there with Baltimore, New York, Kansas City, big towns. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tim himself says... Gun violence has devastated far too many families here in Chattanooga and across the country, and we must do more to build safer, stronger communities. You remember when he was running, he made that a vital plank of his platform. Yeah, yeah And then there were people immediately, because we had so much gun violence going on when he took over, they were going, well, where are you? Why aren't you out there filling in potholes? Oh, well, why aren't you throwing yourself evil. in front of the gun? You know, and everything like that. I mean, it takes time to, for these things to roll right. around. And slowly they're they're getting there. T. Dot, of course, and others are stepping up their paving campaign. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a big deal. This puts them on a on square footing and equal footing with you know people of cities four hundred times larger than ours. That's not that a big an exaggeration, is it? What is our population? Uh, 350? Three fifty. What's, what's New York? Three fifty in New York is like ten million or something. Like that. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, County commission gonna because of your your favorite guy Tim Boyd. <laughs> is going to be revisiting discretionary funding. I am a fan of discretionary funding. I, I, I agree with him. I think that it actually had been done over the years very responsibly. And Why he has he has some money left over in his discretionary fund. He's not running again. He just wants to give it to East Ridge as so long they can as buy you, fire equipment. As long as you tell people where you're spending it and why, yeah. you know, or maybe not even necessarily why, but at least letting. Once upon a time, the commission could just spend it, didn't even have to document it. Yeah. They just handed the money out. Why That's did true. Mayor Coppinger take, get rid of it? 
Uh, it was it was a political liability because people thought it was a slush fund that they would just give to and favorite so, people. It is a yeah. slush fund. It could be. But, I mean, he's giving it to the East Ridge Fire Department. I mean, what, is, what are they going to do for well, him? Well, Tim does a lot of good. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 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 a lot of stuff that is anecdotal to me that doesn't mean anything to anybody else. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as long as I, we know where the money's going, I've got no problem with that. I think it makes sense. Um, I think this one also makes sense. I personally believe that Nancy Pelosi should have been put in jail, and I think Hillary Clinton should have been put in jail for insider trading. Yeah. When the 60 Minutes story came out about the massive wave of insider trading that was going on by our elected representation in Washington, nothing happened. There was a little bit of a flare-up, and people started asking questions. And I'm like going, they're breaking the law. Why yeah. are they allowed to break the law? They use they come out of a committee meeting, and the first thing they do is run to their phone and call their broker mm -hmm. to use the inside information that they just heard in the committee meeting to basically buy or sell. And so now they're actually beginning to pick up steam in D.C. to change the, the, the ability of our elected representatives, uh, congressmen, senators, whatever, to be able to actually hold and trade publicly. Yeah. And I think that makes perfect sense. I think it's a very positive move. I agree. And I, I, I'm, there must be some loophole here because they wouldn't just go for it. When we're talking about Nancy Pelosi, we're talking about Chuck Schumer. These are two people who have been the highest profiteers off of this kind of thing. They, they're backing it. So there must be some loophole where they're still making money somehow. I just don't know what it is. Here is a, a little bit more on the whole gazpacho thing. <laughs> uh, the, uh, this reads, the Capitol Police denies baseless claim that its officers spy on GOP. This is what MGT was trying, MTG was trying to say. Uh, it says a year after the January 6th insurrection, Capitol Police officers are facing increasingly heated and baseless allegations from House Republicans that the department's officers are operating as politically driven spies. Latest uh, occurred Tuesday when this guy Troy Nels of Texas, a uh, congressman there, Republican, accused the Capitol Police of having illegally investigated his office in November and uh, called the ambulance. <laughs> he said that uh, Pelosi is weaponizing the U.S. Capitol Police. Pelosi says, I have no power. I was going to say, the is... if I'd had power over the Capitol Police, don't you think I would have done something different on January 6th? Right. The Capitol, I mean, I, I have a lot of negative things to say about the Capitol Police, actually, not because of like, uh, well, for January 6th reasons, but not because of what you might think, because I think that they committed a, a horrible act of tactical failure on January the 6th and kind of failed to do their jobs in a lot of ways. Uh, they most definitely. Well, they were told to stand down when it came to Trump supporters. Yeah, but I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean, really, that's a good point. That that was about as pathetic of a of a functionality response, as you right. could have. And they just they had to stay absolutely they, pathetic. They stood there and took a beating. Literally, yeah. they stood there and took a beating because of the rules of engagement were not very well set. They were barely set at all. And, and we all knew there was going to be a massive demonstration that yeah. day. You think yeah. that they would have just for they, this was not a secret. No, well, we it wasn't at all. And I've never it, really quite thought about it that way. It just hit me just when you said it. No, that was pathetic. Yes, it was, and I remember they, they watching were, it. They were told to, to to look the other way when it came to Trump supporters. I remember watching it and well, going, they don't have to actually do it. I know. No, they don't. <laughs> and whoever gave that order, why isn't that person fired? I don't know. Or Man. was that person what fired? A, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably one of the many clogs in the Oval Office toilet that Donald Trump actually created by tearing up documents and throwing them in the toilet and flushing them. Yeah. Have you heard so. this, Toilet Gate? Yeah, I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah. No. The National Archives has asked the Department of Justice to launch an investigation into how many documents 
Trump literally tore into pieces with his hands and threw down the West Wing toilet, the presidential John, and clogged it. Clogged it. They had to actually have plumbers come in there, you know, with Drano and snakes. Good Lord. (laughs) Have you ever had to use a snake on a toilet? Yeah, I have. What a pain. Not on a a toilet. That's that's why God made the telephone right there. (laughs) Hi, Plumber Joe. Can you come snake this toilet for me? I don't want to do it. Thank you. I'll pay you. That's why he made checkbooks, too. So, uh, and credit cards, because I can't afford that. Caleb Franks uh, <laughs> is the second person to plead guilty to the uh, kidnapping plot against uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the Michigan government. So yeah. no, no Antifa involved. <laughs> These are just right-wing thing. nutcases. That's no, all. I mean, there's plenty of right-wing nutcases to go around and plenty of Antifa nutcases yeah. to go around, too. That whole thing is so funny to me. I mean, we talked about it when it first happened. And you may remember, if you're a longtime listener back on the radio, I said, I guarantee you, like, 90% of those dudes are feds. And it turns out I was right. Yeah. About 50% of them were feds. <laughs> about half of them. You, yes. so you said it'd be one out of four. Yeah. So you you, misunderst- you misunderstated it. I, I, I uh, said, if you are in a room where there's, if you're in a room and you're with three <laughs> other people and you're all plotting to kidnap the governor, those three other people are definitely federal agents. Yeah. A man killed his wife, and I'm not exactly sure what state this occurred in. I haven't been able to track it down, but I just heard it out of the corner of my ear because his buddies in QAnon told him that she was a CIA spy. Oh, that's like schizophrenia She was a there. spy, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, clearly mentally ill. Well, he's hanging out with QAnon buddies. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that tends to attract people who are rather uh, mentally ill. But, I mean, he faces murder charges now. Let's see here. Urban League is doing their normal annual volunteer income tax program. You, you got your taxes done yesterday. Mine are done. Done, Yay. filed. You got a big return coming back. I have a nice Yay. return. Yep. Good for I'm, you. I'm uh, still waiting for some documents to come in from Robinhood, my investment firm. So I am. Men- you mentioned the Eldridge Road drowning, mm-hmm. and I just want to just let me say this about that. Sure. This this is what happens when you jump into cold water. <gasps> yeah, 100 percent of the time, 100 mm-hmm. percent of human beings are going to do the same thing. You jump into ice cold water, you go, <gasps> and you know what that does? That drowns you. That yep. you you can drown and not die. Because you're inhaling you, when, the water. When you hit the water, you're going <gasps> to do that. And as soon as you get a lung full, I mean, and, and then, of course, you know you, you know what happens next is your body freezes up. Yeah. The more you move to swim and to mm-hmm. tread water, the more, the more cold you seem to spread yeah. over your actual tissue. And so you tend to just seize up and freeze right. up. And if all your energy is now going into coughing, the water that you just aspirated because you jumped into it, it just let let the boat drift, let the boat drift. Somebody will be along to mm-hmm. throw a line to it and bring it back to you. Don't dive into cold water well, that you I, don't know what's in there. He could have hit a stump. Too. I will share a story. I drowned when I was about six, literally. Yeah, uh, unconscious and everything. And not on not on my watch. You didn't. No, no, no. no. Yeah, it happened at the Macaulay <laughs> Pool. No, no. no. Um, she, for those who don't know. Pimp Jen was the lifeguard at the Macaulay Pool. No, I, I was Russell's swim coach. Was also I was Russell's teacher. swim coach. I taught him how to yeah. swim. I also I dr- I dr- I drowned when I was three. Did you? Yeah, and I yeah. did have a fear of water up until the point where I didn't. I recently got over it, like I, very recently. Yeah, I, I, I worked at it. And yeah. I, I mean, as a, as a kid, I remember but, my family saying, well, you know, he drowned in the tub. And that's the reason he doesn't like getting his face wet. And I finally realized it wasn't the end of the world. You were a good little swimmer, Russell. I was, yeah, but I hated every minute of it. Um, it's not your fault. It's because I drowned. But my point about that is I do distinctly remember coughing underwater. And that's a freaking weird feeling. Yeah. Like, I can still remember it today. 
Um, if you go, if you're a scuba diver, you got to get used to the idea of everything that happens to you up on the surface is going to happen to you underwater, right. mm-hmm. and you can do it through your. You can throw up through a regulator yeah. if you need to. <laughs> you can sneeze. Uh, too. Yeah, you sure as hell can. Um, let's see here the ugliness, and I think this is the last one I've got here um, about the teacher, 60 years old, mm. Deborah Mm-mm-mm. McCarty. I hate to even call names until everything is over and done and convictions are had, but, I mean, it sure. seems to be cut and dried. Had a sexual relationship with a very young student for about seven months. Yeah. And um, it's just it's just not going to go well for her. There's nothing in her 60-year-old life that is going to be made anything except infinitely worse by everything that happens from this point forward in connection with this Do case. Do we know what school? Ultua. I am not no, positive. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure about that either. I'm not positive. Um, that is just a mental illness beyond sexual. Well, a 12-year-old that, that, little boy? That's they, just a brain that just doesn't function. If, I, if I'm getting this right, too, the, it started with phone sex. And how do you have phone sex with somebody who's never had sex? I mean, I don't, I've never really gotten phone sex well, to, begin, again, to begin with. I'll be totally back, frank. I don't really understand that. Let's go. I don't either. Can we not hook up? You Let's know? go back to the phone, though. You know, a 12-year-old yeah. who's not supervised and their parents are not Knows monitoring. all about sex. Yeah. They, yeah. And yeah. I, I sent you guys a little oh, yeah, heads up yesterday that said this may be one of the wisest things I've seen the West. And let me say it like that. Not just America, but America and its allies do. The mother of all sanctions that they keep talking about, and mm-hmm. we keep laughing how Russia is not going to care about economic sanctions, when they're all aimed at one person, Vladimir Putin, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, when you start freezing bank accounts. He has been, <laughs> oh, he has been laundering his money, Ozark style, mm-hmm. yep. through NATO allies, our NATO allies, for years. And talk about slush funds. He has built a castle a retirement castle on the Black Sea and a bank account that you could not begin to fathom. A journalist was actually jailed for writing a story yeah. about that in Russia. Yeah, And so, I mean, when they're, they're talking about this mother of all sanctions, it's aimed directly at Vladimir Putin and his money. And he's the one that makes the call. There's not a, at the country itself. There's a, sorry, there's a uh, article here from South China Morning Post uh, that uh, I read this morning. Uh, Putin's super yacht abruptly yeah. left Germany amid sanctions warnings over Ukraine. There you go. So he had a, a yacht called Graceful, which I guess is Graceful in Russian anyway, yeah. uh, said to belong to the Russian president. It left uh, port in Hamburg abruptly before finishing repairs, according to reports from German media. Well, there you go. All right, that's your upfront wrap-up. And this is what they swore. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. Had Bruce Dodd on yesterday. Trevor Glass is his partner over there. 591-9801. Chatmortgage.com. And everybody's got one. The editorial section of the show, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, thank you very much, is brought to you by Chattanooga Exotic Guitars. ChattanoogaExoticGuitars.com. And I told you, here it is. Here's the, here's the headline I was looking for. Sean White does Sean White things. You thought I was joking. Right there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, That's awesome. And I was just saying, oh, what? now, this is my editorial statement here. Again, watching Nathan Chin, you are watching an athlete. Best in the with world. With remarkable physical qualities yes. that you can't match. <clears throat> All you tough, macho guys out there, you can't do what he can do. No. Why do we see that as less manly than Sean White. 
Why do we sh- see Sean White as just a, a good strapping young American man is out there doing an, a, a manly thing, flipping around in the air? What's the difference between the grace being added to skating and just the sheer balls of what he does when he goes high. Well, I would say, in my opinion, there it's is such no a, difference. It's such an incredible double standard. It is. It is have. a double standard. It's it. unfortunate. And you know, Nathan Chen knows that. And mm-hmm. he talked about and actually gotten some heat uh, a while ago for quote-unquote homophobic comments, which mm-hmm. I thought were not at all. Um, of course, I'm straight, so who knows? Well, but say, he said um, he said that he wanted, to, in a nutshell, kind of break the the stereotype that uh, ice skating is a sport dominated by uh, effeminate men, effeminate men, homosexual yeah. men. Not that he said that was a bad thing, but he said, "Look, there's people like me here too." Yeah, I'm just a guy. Just a guy. I'm just a guy who enjoy- when you see him, and one when you see him gliding that. across that massive rink, he's flying. Can you imagine oh, yeah. what it must feel like? To be able to catch that air and land with confidence and continue that glide, I mean, I would I would never go to work. I mean, I mean, I would <laughs> yeah. never show up anywhere else. You'd have to. You'd, that's where you'd find me all the time. Oh, that's how I felt when I first started ice skating. My my girlfriend is a figure skater, and uh, she's actually competed before as well, done pretty well. Uh, and so she uh, immediately demanded that I buy ice skates, which I did. Um, <laughs> and so we ice skated quite a bit yeah, at right the different rinks, <laughs> the rinks around town. I still have the blisters to prove it. And yeah, there's, it's like no other feeling. It's just so fun, and it's so smooth. That's the fun thing about it. It's not like rollerblading where you're bumping along. But I mean, it's just smooth. If you if you could take the Winter Olympics and judge it on machismo. I guess my what biathlon would come in first Probably. because it in, includes firearms, <laughs> yeah. and then after that you got hockey, right? Yeah, of course, hockey. And I mean, and I guarantee you, the chin can skate circles around anybody on the U.S. hockey team. Well, they use and they will do they, they will do nothing except just hold him up in total admiration. But the rest of the world, remember when we had our guest in here, Sam Click from the Chattanooga Football Club, mm-hmm. and he talked about how soccer was always called sissy ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, get out there on the field with him and tell me how sissy it is. Yeah, you know, and tell me how winded you are. After yeah, I mean, I was gonna if you if you can whistle. last a point. Yeah, if you can last a point, I'll give you twenty bucks. No, I'm I'm not one to discount really any sport in terms of either machismo or athletic ability because they all require. Well, I will cornhole because <laughs> they all require a, a huge amount of attention, hyper focus, uh, specialization, and discipline. And discipline right. Yes. Same, same thing yeah. with classical ballet. Yeah, of course. You know, male course. Ba- ma- male ballet dancers. Those dudes are ripped. They're made fun of, but actually, they're the one of the best athletes. You know, around. way way before I, I I met you, this is back when I first moved here in the mid '80s. Barishnikov came to town. Did and he really? He did, and and wow. I, 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 that was when I was still, you know, shooting a lot of photography, and I would always, you know, angle for a press pass with photo. You sure. know, uh, whatever you want to inclusion, mm-hmm. so I'd be able to get Good back. So I've got some great, great, great pictures of Mikhail, of, of Mikhail Barishnikov nice. on stage. I had stage. a crush on him when and I was I just, little. I remember, yeah, he he took <laughs> off and just and just did this leap right at the very beginning of the the program, and I was like going. That's impossible. Yes. I mean, that was at the same time Michael Jordan was beginning to come up, and they were arguing about the existence of hang time. Oh, yeah. Well, you can argue about it all you want to. I can see it. I can see that some people have hang time yeah. and some people don't. Google uh, Rudolf Nureyev. Yeah, yeah, Nureyev. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he's he's another one. Alexander Gudinov. Yes. All of these guys, completely hetero, completely manly. They would whip your ass yeah. and do it gladly if they thought it would, uh, you know, you know, teach you a lesson if you were, you know, talking smack. And, uh, you know, Gudinov went into, he, he went and became an actor. He was in Witness. 
Yeah, that so great was Barishnikov. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. It was not, he was not in unusual. Sex and the City and then White Nights with, with uh, what's that guy's name? The the tap dancer, the incredibly good tap dancer who oh, passed Gregory away? Oh, Gregory, Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he was. Something. That was there's a good a, movie. There's, there's great, another one. series of great videos on YouTube you can look up. It's uh, figure skaters try... Uh, hockey skating and hockey players try figure skating. They're, it's really fun to watch. I bet it would be, actually. All right. That's enough of that. Thank you very much. And the duh category, the duh segment today, brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. Where you get all your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Um, we'll go back to the uh, the Royals and just this, this is how this is going to work. And we need to know this just to be polite. Sure. Now, I'm not going to ever bend a knee to Kamala or to, to the Queen. I'm, I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm not Nancy Reagan. I'm not going to curtsy. Oh, you mean Camilla? Yeah. Camilla. Yeah. I was thinking, what does the vice president have to do with this? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Again, why did you get her name and wrong? And it's still Kamala, <laughs> yeah. but this is Camilla. Gaspacho. Yes. <laughs> the Gaspacho police are closing in on me right now because yeah. I got that wrong. All right. Um, she will be referred to as the Queen. I said her her role and title will be queen consort. That's correct. The reason being that she will not be queen. Right. If something happens to her husband, the title goes directly to his firstborn son. That's right. That's the reason there is no such thing as a king consort. There, There is only the prince that is married to the queen right. because he is never going to be king mm-hmm. through marriage. It is only done through, as you use the word very well, the matriarchal lineage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way it is passed down as a general rule. So she is going to be the queen consort and we're dealing with this now because we're we're seeing this happen after the 75th anniversary or the 70th anniversary, whichever 70th it was. Platinum you can Jubilee. use uh, one word, matrilineal matrilineal thank you very much um she's not the princess of wales that was a an executive fiat decision made by the royals she earned the title but the 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 scab was still so fresh from princess diana's loss the people's princess that they were not going to do that well you know what so they're going to do instead the duchess of cornwall sure and there you go and and they that's it's just and it's very sexist i mean it really is i mean if a sovereign queen you know, is married to a guy. Why is he not called king? Well, it's it's just purely sexist. That's yeah. the way the royals do it. Get used to That's it. That's how it's been for yeah. thousands of years now. And she will be crowned the queen, but she will never be the queen. Right, queen right. consort. Just um, get that straight. They're saying that uh, Kate Middleton, Kate, will become uh, yes. princess of Wales. Yeah, interesting. Well, and and and, she and I think that's appropriate, actually. And of course, the queen the queen can step down. That does she doesn't have to hang on to the scepter until she dies. Remember what happened with you know her dad? I mean, he gave up the throne for a you know a piece for a, for a squeeze that happened to be American. Yeah, he wanted to chill out in America. And they were probably having phone sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> what are you doing? What having are phone you, sex? What are you wearing? What are you doing? Made possible by the good folks over at Guardian Investment Advisors. Talk to Gary Thurman about something I have to deal with with my own taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got back in touch with me very quickly yesterday and told me to be calm and confident and it was probably going to be a good thing. So yay for me and yay for Guardian Investment Advisors, 710-9199, Gary and Tide and all those folks over there. Yeah, I love, I love Gary. What are you doing? Do you have anything? I do. Uh, okay. Uh, I am Axe. 
is showing the Beatles get back yep. for the next oh, few nights. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Now this is the abridged, it's long. right? Oh, one hour, hour version. Oh, okay. No, no, it's the, 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 the three-part, eight-hour documentary is <laughs> yeah. not going to stay on the IMAX all day. This is going to be the abridged one. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to be a real fan to stick through that whole thing. Three, I deaths. am. I am. I am too. Uh, Three deaths associated your, with the Your folks, back. I'll get the, I'll get it in, so you won't sound like you're so jaded. The Chattanooga-based mystical crew of indulgences plans a black tie optional Mardi Gras ball with a strange love theme. That is correct. February 12th at the Reed House, and they'll have the Dixieland Band, the Cajun Buffet, Buffett, uh, and all the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Bobby Stone series down at uh, the Tivoli, Tivoli is coming up this weekend. It's going to be a bunch of different Valentine's-y movies. Nice. They're doing Princess Bride, I think one of the greatest movies ever made, yeah, in my that. opinion. Uh, they're doing uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner mm-hmm. and Who Beauty and the Beast, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And I'm not sure exactly cool. which nights are what. If, wait a minute. If it's black tie optional, then why even say that it's an option? Like, because they would like to have it be as dressy as possible. But most people don't have a tux with a black tie. And yeah. you can even go a step further and make it white tie. You're talking about for the Nobody Mardi Gras yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a tux that I, that I will put on twice a year. Oh. That's the deal with Rebecca. She gets two. How does, how does a black... Two. Keep in mind it's Mardi Sorry, Brian. Keep in know. mind it's Mardi Gras. Well, that's what I was it about to say. It doesn't have to be a tux. How does black tie get, even get in the same sentence as Mardi Gras? Yeah, I don't know. Question. Is something I'm missing no traditionally here? Yeah. Um, they want it to be a... Classy. You know, a, yeah. They, yeah, because nothing says get, class more than Mardi Gras. <laughs> they want <laughs> you to get dressed up and then have fun, and here, then people do. Here, here's a big jug of hunch punch for you to drink in five seconds. Oh, see if you can make it glug. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about Jason oh, and boy. the hunch punch? <laughs> here's a hurricane. <laughs> All right, real the fast. Drink. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah, please. So I was. this is before you guys were on yet, and I was doing the morning news the hour before you guys were on. Um, and Jason comes in, he sidles in, and he sets down this um, like water bottle full of a red liquid and he goes here you go and I go oh thanks and I thought it was like Gatorade or something so I take a oh big swallow and I oh, shake it, it was, we it was, were there because was, he asked me to do the same yeah so I take it a big moonshine. swallow and I set it down and I screw the cap back on I'm like <gasps> oh my god bubble gum flavor yeah and I said Jason what was that and he goes hunch punch I'm like you bastard 180 <laughs> proof rum yeah so I Disgusting. took like a giant, with a little bit of Kool-Aid to color it yeah so I made this giant mouthful of it and I was a little bit loopy for most of the <laughs> I bet you were I bet your newscasts <laughs> were entertaining oh it was fun and then that son of a bitch just ran all over the road until <laughs> the cops got him pulled over. Uh, People I, die every day. Why do you guys I, care? I, that's what I do. Uh, the uh, Creative Discovery is celebrating the Lunar New Year this Saturday, the 12th, from 12 to 4. $10 will get you in. Families will have the opportunity to experience the different ways members of our community celebrate the start of the new year with a variety of immersive activities and experiences. Also, does it have roller coasters? No. Have you ever been there? No, you just go. immersive it's experiences. Maybe um, the uh, don't jump in the cold. The water. recreation. F- I, I don't know who's putting this on. Stars above the battlefield. Then and now is happening Saturday as well at six thirty p.m. Yeah, that's a fun event. Yeah, it's it. It sounds like it. I guess. Um, I'd this will be, that would a, be down at the battlefield. It's at the battlefield. How'd this you will know? be a a ranger led program discussing the night skies above Chickamauga battlefield during the Civil War compared to today. Yeah, that's Ooh. really cool. Yeah, well, I don't think they've it's changed much. Well, they get one of them uh, green lasers and they point it around and say, "Hey, look, there's I understand, that constellation." But I'm saying the constellations haven't changed, have they? No, but their position. I mean, in one the sky day, has. one day it's going to happen. One day we're going to look up at Orion and go, "What the hell happened to his shoulder?" No, I it mean, it burned out. We did, we it burned out a million years ago. We didn't know until today. <laughs> no, you know? their positions in the sky do change, though. 
Yeah, I understand. I know how stars work. Oh, you better. Yeah, I, <laughs> they don't change much. You no, better, they don't you change better, much. You better, you better. Not, not in a lifetime. Uh, by the way, you got more. You can finish up. No, I'm, I'm good. Come back to more. I was going to say, if I don't understand phone <laughs> sex, you know I sure as hell don't understand speed dating. And they got a big speed dating thing coming up too. I thought speed dating was what dating on What don't you understand math. about it? I don't understand. Oh, you, you, you. The got, concept you've or got doing three it? ninety-second dates. Yeah. Three ninety-second dates well, with frankly, people that's a who waste have of been time. assigned to you. You don't even get to choose who they're with. How is this helping you either get laid, find a happy relationship, find? Anything. I mean, even a second date. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It would not go well for me. I really like firearms, and I like watching <laughs> movies. Let me tell you what I think about the Russian Kazakhstan <laughs> situation. I have a large knife collection. <laughs> uh, this is and a nice Calif- roomy basement. California, the Chattanooga speed dating. That's all I can tell you. Virtual set and virtual, virtual sessions. Okay. So not only do you have three 90-second dates with somebody you, do you don't know Zoom. and you don't choose, you're going to be doing it on a screen, too. That's actually better. So they want you to Safer. consider age, location, height, and education preferences. Okay. That's the list. I want a short, stupid girl. <laughs> it's got a flat head so I can set my beer on it. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I want one with a small hollow in the top of her skull, which I can pour shots into. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. (laughs) If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Go ahead and say I'm very glad to be happily married and out of the dating scene so far yeah. that I would never be pulled back into it well, no I was, matter I was what say, happened. I, I don't knock any method to meeting new people because yeah, it's very difficult to do. It is. I guess it is. It's very it difficult is. to do. It gets I'm, harder I, I, as and, you and get and older. I also don't want to really. Like, no, I don't want to go out and meet a bunch of people. I, I know about, yeah. yeah. I never uh, I never got into the dating scene. I didn't have to. We thought about the fact that I... Well, aren't you lucky? I didn't have to at 26 either. I haven't done a resume since 1991. Well, I haven't dated since you know, six years before that. So it, Good for it's, you. it's been a while. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy there. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Don't leave. I lo- <laughs> I lord over all my single friends and go, <laughs> Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, featuring us, the communicator Jeff Stiles for over three decades here, Jen Lambert, Russell Stroud, Brian Stone, Dave Hooker doing a great job with sports. And you find us anywhere podcasts are found. Anywhere. And I mean anywhere. Look under stone. If there's a podcast there, we're there. This is interesting. An Ohio mayor made a weird claim at a city council meeting this week. Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert asserted that ice fishing in the city would lead to or could lead to prostitution. How so, you ask? Love on the rocks. (laughs) Ass on the ice. Ah, He said allowing ice fishing fishing (laughs) could lead to ice shanties. Scooty, and then naturally hookers Scooty, on ice. Scooty, Next will be pool halls. Scooty till your booty. For now, Scooty ice fishing remains banned in Hudson. <laughs> I caught a muskie. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> uh, yike, a northern pike. Yeah. <laughs> is, 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 oh, my goodness. I, I, don't, I don't like him. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Yelp is hiring a chief pizza officer. The lucky pizza person will receive a $25,000 bonus for a six-month contract where they video photograph and blog about pizza all you've got to do is record a 30 to 60 second video 
about why you should get the gig. I have a large If you knife are collection. interested in that, I will upload the link to our website I or have, to our Facebook page. I have a, a short, stupid wife and a large knife collection. <laughs> and I love ice fishing. I love ice fishing. There's a uh, new I'm poll that shows so that only half of Americans have more than emergency more than their emergency savings than credit card debt. Did that make sense? Did yeah, I read yes. that clearly? You, you read it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, it's a it's a good thing. We used to have more credit card debt than we had savings. Now we got more savings than credit the card debt. The majority of We're millennials. Moving forward. Yes. The majority of millennials, followed by Gen Z, Gen X, and then the baby boomers, and 15 percent of households have no credit card debt and no savings either. It's because hold, we hold it. That's crazy. Screeching brake sound effects. Yeah. Credit card debt. I don't have much. Credit card debt. I was just going to say it's because we can't get approved for a credit card. I have no credit card. Credit card debt. Zero. Zero. But the nice. the, the, the story is that people have more savings than credit card debt and on that's, average? That's new. That's it's new. new. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. hard Americans. to believe. It's yeah. great news. Yeah, it's hard yes. to believe. Yeah. Good news, well, I think, everyone. I think, I think that the Dave Ramsey method yeah. of trying to, to put get your money in an of, envelope of, in a sock drawer. Yeah, yeah no, that's not. No. I, I think that actually did. It wormed <laughs> its way into society a little bit by little bit. Well, I'll you tell know. you what. My parents got out of credit card debt that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I own loan care, my mortgage, $100,000. Well, so, that's I mean, different. You I have a mortgage. I don't, that's yeah, I was going to say, that's a home mortgage. Yeah, I mean, that's you, not You can sell it, and you'd be, you'd be okay. You can't sell your credit card sure. uh, and get out of debt. And, yeah, what, and I mean, card. I don't have one. I've I don't either. I've got a debit card, literally. I don't, I don't, well, actually, I'm going to apply for a credit card Yeah, I need one to build shortly. credit. Shortly, yeah, to build yeah. credit. I'm young, so i got to build catch credit. It's a catch-22. If you don't have one, there's no credit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get one of them Amazon Be careful. It's so, it happens so it, fast. It's easy oh, to do it. And I mean, I, and when I was much younger, I did get into a little bit of credit card debt. One step away from yeah. from tax tag title pawn place. Mm-hmm. And don't do it. You'll never, never ever, do that. you'll never get out of that hole, yeah, I promise you. Don't ever do it. They'll, I mean, they'll I, repo I'm your not, car. And, and I'm, I'm going to be like, Brian, I'm not judging anybody. I have been there. I have been there. And guess what? I didn't get out of the hole. It took extraordinary measures to be able to get away from those damn places. And I needed them at the time, so I'm not. You have to I, pay not, off I'm the saying, loan. But my God, it, it's just it gets to be impossible. You go back twice and say, "Let me dip into it again. Let me dip into it again." You're you're done. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll never pay. Yeah, that it'll, yeah. it'll eat you alive. I've yeah. I've 15 years ago was in terrible credit uh, yeah. crisis. Right. right. 2008 when the whole world was. So was I. And that and they and they there's nothing they're going to do for your credit. It'll only hurt your. I credit. was lucky to survive the end of the first decade of this century. Unless, but you know, unless you pay it off religiously you're, every you're, month. You're on correct time. though. If you got an American Express one that made you pay it off every month, mm-hmm. your credit would go up fairly steadily, fairly quickly. Yeah, but you can do but that. If you you know sock ten thousand dollars onto a visa card oh gosh. and just pay minimum payments for a year it's not helping you at all no if you if you use a credit card to pay one bill every mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. and then pay that bill off every month mm-hmm. that will build credit very quickly my plan is to use it to pay for uh flights and that only and right. maybe like breakfast here and there mm-hmm. but like nothing and and amex isn't like that anymore you can do them just like a regular credit card right. that's the only credit that's card right. i do have is an is an american express mm-hmm. um yeah. but you don't you can they don't force you to pay it all off. You can get any kind of credit card through Amex, just like you can for Visa, Discover, anywhere well, else. Uh, yeah. Quick question before we go any further, and, and we'll be quick. How many places take American Express now? Because that was one thing I discovered toward the end of my credit card. Their fees are much days. higher. Uh, my uh, Many people that I've spent, like my, my old mechanic, he would always give me hell about using my Amex because it costs him more. Yeah. Most places take it, though. Okay, Most right. places do. Right. A lot of places don't take to co- Discover. 
Yeah. That's where the, you run into problems. Everywhere takes visa. Anyway, the hotel that was featured in, in the movie Dirty Dancing is opening its doors for fans for the 35th anniversary. Wow. Uh, you can book a two-night stay at Virginia's Mountain Lake Lodge, where the movie was filmed. It was not filmed in upstate New York, as they said in the movie. The package, package features themed events from the film, as well as, of course, dancing lessons. Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's right. Unless she's working this ice fishing rink out here. I think this is really neat. This is uh, in our neck of the woods. Dollywood, if you are, if you are an employee at Dollywood, you will immediately, like on day one of mm -hmm. your job, you will immediately qualify to have all of your college paid for. Wow, Including awesome. books, including whatever. Yet another reason to love Dolly. Exactly. Hello, Dolly. I didn't need and any then, more reasons. Yeah, and then here's, a, here's I'm going to end on a little bit of a downer. Oh. Mount oh, Everest is melting. Scientists are warning that the world's highest glacier is losing decades worth of ice every year. Why do you think they keep having all the avalanches? That's right. Yep. The uh, University of Maine-led uh, research team... Uh, is blaming climate change, of course, for the rapid melt. This is jeopardizing both climbers and those who depend on the glacier it's for all, drinking it, water and irrigation. All those no good, peace loving, hippie, you know, scum climbing to the very top of the world. Yeah. They're the ones that are spreading that misinformation about global climate change. We're going to have to start doing something different. I don't know what we're going to do, though. That's the thing is that, like, it's. It would be so disruptive to do anything to the the global economy. Well, uh, the 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 movie about the ice climber that we mentioned earlier this week, he dies at the end because of an avalanche. They're all dying. Uh, anybody who's doing ice climbing for a living or skiing, alpine sports, I mean, they're they're watching their sport disappear literally. Yeah. All right, that was Pimp's Corner because it's Pimp Jen, and this is Russell the Love Muscle, so he's flexing his muscle right now. Well, first of all. It's Time for Taiji. Did you know that Time for Taiji with Chris Campbell has been providing workplace wellness programs since 2000? He has successfully implemented stress management programs for the home office employees of Home Depot, Kimberly-Clark, Gwinnett County, and Bell South Corporations, to name just a few. We all need to de-stress and take a step back from the craziness and anxiety we're surrounded by. Time for Taiji with Chris Campbell provides Taiji tools to use to release stress, prevent headaches and migraines and sleepless nights from happening, while bringing a positive change to employees' demeanor and morale. Contact Chris Campbell at 423-821-8947 or chris at timefortaiji, that's T-A-I-J-I dot com for more details. So uh, because we were so fast yesterday, I want to kind of go over again uh, what we talked about before uh, so we can have a bit more of a discussion about it because I think it is pretty interesting. Um, the, the aspect of cyber warfare in regards to a modern military conflict is something that we haven't really experienced much. Uh, because all of our combatant uh, enemies have been, for the most part, uh, not very technologically advanced. Uh, so we've been fighting ISIS, the Taliban, etc. All the uh, way back to Vietnam. All the way back to Vietnam, right. These are not people who we have to worry about, you know, hacking much of anything that's important. Uh, or dealing it with cyber warfare, or taking out GPS satellites, jamming radios, that kind of thing. Uh, they can't do that. But if we start to talk about a conflict with any kind of state power, an actual state power that has state resources, that's when you start to worry about that kind of thing. Now, as was pointed out in the piece that uh, James Andrew Lewis wrote uh, at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, a cyber attack on U.S. infrastructure would be tantamount, it would be equivalent to a physical attack on American infrastructure because the effect is the same. As soon as you start talking about a cyber attack on infrastructure that costs lives, 
that's when it's it's equivalent to a physical attack, right? So, like, let's say, uh, imaginary scenario, Russia and the United States are at war, all right? Imaginary scenario. Um, Russian hackers uh, mess with the water treatment system, just like those uh, hackers did grid. before, or the power grid, right? And power goes out to a hospital, people start dying, mm-hmm. or um, a train line communication system is messed up so that trains start colliding with each other. I mean, these are real-world threats. These are real things that could happen. And because our grid is so decentralized and the things don't really talk to each other very much, number one, that is a benefit, but it's also a hazard because there's not a whole lot of security checkups, especially like when we talked about that small Florida town where their population was almost poisoned, you know, and and it only didn't happen because one person happened to look up at his screen at the right time. Yeah. You know, imagine that, but all across the country. But it being done purposely and with subterfuge. Right. And it wouldn't make it so easy to see it just by looking up at a screen. Right. You don't, you wouldn't have to, you know, leave, you know, hospitals without power. Just look at the power grid in Texas. It went out, and how many pe- hundreds of people died? Right, freezing to death in their own home. Yeah, I mean this this is a real world threat, and it's something that isn't really thought about when we talk about uh, warfare because we don't think about it affecting us here in the homeland. That's sort of the big mistake that Americans often make is that when we talk about warfare, we don't think about uh, us being affected because we really haven't been in any of our no, major conflicts. We've never had the war on our property our land, our front yard, with the exception of the Civil War, Revolutionary War, which nobody remembers. Um, but I mean, yeah, uh, that's, we haven't been that person that says, I'm fighting because you're here yet. Right. No, we've never been in that position. I'm glad you went back to this, uh, Russell, because not knowing anything about, you know, international affairs and warfare other than just, you know, the, the headlines that you're going to catch on a, a Yahoo, Google, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saying for a decade and a half, we're, warfare with you know guns in our hands marching into enemy territory is not really much of a thing all that much right. anymore. Cyber warfare is that's where your danger is. Oh yeah, wiping yeah. out bank accounts, wiping out credit union accounts, small little you well, know healthcare credit union accounts. That's, that's going to cause mass hysteria, and that's what we all need to be the scared U- of. The Ukraine will lose their entire connection to modern civilization before the Russians move in. Flying right. planes into buildings ain't a thing anymore. No, I was I mean, that, say, that's a waste of time and, and resources. And the standing Ukrainian army can sit in those World War One trenches and actually do a good job of holding off a bunch of people. All right, I want to bring up something that is not often brought up, and I'm, I'm glad you talked about financial institutions and internal strife. So during World War One, the Germans had a prisoner by the name of Vladimir Lenin they let him loose into Russia in the hopes that it would disrupt uh, Russian society. And it did. Being a Trotskyite. Being, you're right. So they essentially the Germans sort of halfway instigated the Russian Civil War in, in a lot of ways as a way to get the Russians out of the war, World War I. It worked. Now, imagine what an amazing effect internal strife has on an enemy combatant. Now imagine if you can instigate that not by releasing a prisoner or even an ideology, but just by messing with people's bank accounts. I remember literally just, there were, there were no heroes on the planet that I placed any higher than the Mujahideen right. when the Russians invaded Afghanistan and they successfully fought them off. And of course being led by one Osama bin Laden, who we gave everything to because he was the enemy of our enemy, which made him our friend. Um, yeah, it's, it's, oh, what a complicated web we weave when first we practice to deceive. Mountains looking at each other, storytelling segment. I'll be very brief here. We'll go back to the Olympics for just a second. I'll go all the way back to the 1980 Olympics. 
Um, my own personal story about the Miracle on Ice, RC2 Realty Solutions. Robin Ring, Robin with a Y. I also got a text from her yesterday uh, just checking up on us and the property that we rent from her. We appreciate her tremendously. She's an angel. Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. If you have distressed properties, she can certainly help you out there. But anything going on with uh, real estate, she, she knows what to do. Um, we were in Augusta, Georgia. The song had just come out uh, by, who was it that actually did that song, uh, Augusta, Georgia is just no place to be? Uh, was it the Dirt Band? I can't remember. Uh, but that was where we were, and it was Sigma Nu, my, the fraternity that I belonged to in 1980. And I, I, I graduated high school and started college in 78. By the time 80 was over, I was out of my Greek fraternity days. But I was living at the house, and we had this big national gathering in Augusta. We had one every year down in uh, Fort Walton called the White Star. I don't remember what this was all about. Nobody was there to do fraternity business. We were there to drink beer and, you know, get high and, and to try to, you know, get laid. It is a nitty-gritty dirt band. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And that's, yeah, uh, whatever. It's Walla and American Dream. And that's the line. And it was that song was super popular at the time. And we were singing it because Augusta, Georgia is just no place to be. It's, unless you're a unless golf you're fan golf. and it's master's <laughs> you know, time, it's just a, it's a sorry place to be. But we got so caught up in just the partying that we forgot the game was on. And I will never forget. And, and Brian, I mean, are you right, right now? Top three sports moments in your life. I could tell you very easily. Run, Lindsay, run. Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. JR saying, do you believe in Cinderella? Chattanooga going to the Sweet 16, the mocks. And do you believe in miracles? Yeah, do you believe miracles? I mean, if you're talking about just a macro yeah. across all sports, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you, do you, do you believe miracles? Yes. Those are the, the, that was, I, I remember, I would literally, we were walking down the hallway and all these people were spilling out of one room, one room that somebody had gotten a suite and it opened up the door so it made it a larger room and people were jammed in. And I was leaning against the door jam and looking over Larry Todd's shoulder, the dude's name, he was our chapter president at the time, looking at the screen and got there just in time to hear the announcer say, do you believe in miracles? Nice. And the place exploded, and all of a sudden, the whole town seemed to erupt. You could hear cheering and honking and stuff like this going on. It was unbelievable. And that was not the gold medal game. No, that was no. just uh, that was just the Americans' advance. A bunch of kids beat the Soviet pros, who were a bunch of thugs. And the kids beat them soundly and roundly, and we had just completely forgotten about it. It was so unlikely. Nobody really, you know, saw it coming. And, I mean, I just happened to be there at the right time. I could have been in an elevator. I could have been in a stairwell. I could have been passed out under a car. I could have been out at the, you know, the ice fishing rink looking for, you know, tail. Who knows? But, I mean, I just happened to be there, and I'll never forget that feeling. And for 50 cents, who did they win? Who did they beat for the gold? Switzerland? I think it's Finland. Finland. One of those, one of those Nordic countries. Uh, but that's it. That's that's what I got from mountains looking at each other today. Thank you very much. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Since 1887, they've been bringing you clean, pure drinking water, bathing water, washing water, all kinds of water. It's all good because they keep your lives flowing right at Tennessee American Water Company. Uh, I've been saying for a million years, you guys got to get used to this idea, and you better get used to it quick. 
because our mayor, Tim Kelly, is asking the state for three-quarters of a million dollars to help defray costs concerning the big lot down on the riverfront, the one where mm. we have held Riverbend for years and years and years and years. And I kept telling people, Riverbend is going to have to change. you got to get your brain wrapped around this concept because this real estate is not going to sit here mm-hmm. for 360 days out of the year so we can use it for five. Right. You know, and that, that goes for, uh, the, I know the people that do the rowing competitions, they think they've got an in. They think they've got friends on the inside that are always going to keep it open. Mm-hmm. So the regattas and the heads of the hooches will keep coming. No, 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 no. Money talks and BS walks. And we've seen years and years of BS. They just haven't come up with the right plan yet. <laughs> but now that we're actually asking the state to start helping us with the costs that we, the money we're giving up by just leaving it for parking. There you go. Uh, what happens, you know, so they say, okay, we'll, we'll replace the parking money that your favorite company, Republic made, you know, the, the company that runs this town, um, them and EPB, you know, we'll, we'll replace that if you will add back to the tax base by building something of use. Now, is that going to be affordable housing? Not right there. It's not. No, it's not. Is it going to be retail on the bottom and residential <laughs> on top? I don't know. I, I honestly Probably. don't know. But you better get used to the idea of those lots being gone. At least the first one. Yeah. The very the first one that is between the aquarium and the old Jotty Bridge. The one on the yeah. other side yeah. of that. That might exist a little bit longer. That might fall into marina category. Something like that. Maybe something that everybody can utilize. But that'll that'll be a private installation for people who can't afford they can to justify that more also with the lookouts eventually leaving yes. right. right there yes. and not needing as much parking, the parking for them the parking the neils the people uh, eric and amanda who own easy bistro downtown have taken over the old location of the little uh of what was the uh, mojo burrito down at san elmo and they're turning it into something called the little coyote mm-hmm. we which, talked about uh, this you did yeah. I, i'm sorry I, that's I, okay I, I, I no. missed it. it it just made the paper today i just the neils um they're, yeah. they're one of those success stories we said you know shout out to the Monas. It sounds like it's going to be week. great uh very quickly just around the region um auburn we talked about the, the auburn being in trouble dave hooker did yesterday a little bit a local board says a mattress store must remove its colorful professionally painted mural on the side of the mattress store that says you can see how offensive this would be greetings from auburn <laughs> that's it it says greetings from auburn it doesn't it's not even the, it's not even the name of their store why do they have to because it, it violates the zoning rule oh for heaven's sake it's the same thing that's going on downtown with the, with the yeah. donuts uh, at, yeah. Co- at exactly. cox uh, yeah. bakery yeah it just Stupid. a flying donut offended somebody because you're not supposed to have that sort of sign and so they stood on the the, the the rule and not common sense mm-hmm. and this is opalaka you know you got to keep in mind yeah. you know auburn that's 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 the the closest town nearby uh that you probably identify from your trips down to florida over the years atlanta gop-led state senate voted uh, earlier this week to erect a monument to clarence thomas clarence mm-hmm. thomas of course u.s supreme court justice georgia mm-hmm. native should be hailed as a hero right you think not so much not so much not just because he's conservative and Mm -hmm. he he says things that gets under liberal skin his wife his wife has made herself a real standout pillar of the dc gossip scene 
and it is not sitting well with anybody, right? not anybody, including the GOP in Georgia, who are going, do we really want to put up a, a statue to this guy when he may be facing some sort of ethics charges because of his wife? Yeah, he, he won't get, get any charges probably, but she no. does need to pipe down a little bit. Your, your husband yeah. is a freaking yeah. Supreme Court justice yeah, lady. Shut There's the supposed hell to be up. some neutrality going yeah, on here. Yeah, there ought to be some dignity. Uh, Raleigh and that, that don't, you know, a show like ours, we don't have any room for dignity. When you're a, the Supreme Court <laughs> justice's wife, you're supposed to be somewhat dignified, yeah. for God's sakes. Come on. Um, Raleigh, North Carolina, formal effort to evaluate whether U.S. Uh, Congressman Madison Cawthorn should be disqualified as a candidate because he was at the rally on January 6, 2021. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And in Nashville, basically, we mentioned this Australian electric vehicle charging company will establish its first U.S. facility in Lebanon, Tennessee. <laughs> Not, Not Beirut. Beirut. Right. Potentially creating, they say, 500 jobs over the next five years. There. That's a good, good amount of jobs. Yeah. 100 more than 400, which is what I said yesterday. Top of the pops, I got nothing. The sports bar is what I got. Three locations, 1979. They've been keeping people in shape, getting people in shape, helping people just relax during the course of a busy, busy day, jumping the steam in the sauna on a cold day like we got these days. And nothing feels better. Get your little hot tub going. Mm-mm-mm. Whirlpool. In, Work out, of course. In 1980, the uh, U.S. defeated Finland for the gold. Thank and you. the Soviets defeated, defeated Sweden for, for the, the silver. silver. So I knew yeah. Sweden was in there somewhere, but it was Finland. And, 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 and all of America gets that wrong. Because they thought that that was the well, gold people, medal game. Most, most yeah. people think it's a gold medal yeah, game, gold which, medal which game. is easy. I understand why you yeah. would think that. Um, well, again, I remember my dad had that on VHS tape, and I well, popped nobody, it in as a kid Nobody was going to beat the Russians or the Soviets at the time. Nobody was going to beat the Soviets. I mean, they were grown-ass men that I mean, were yeah. life-trained life to play, to play uh, hockey. We didn't send uh, our professionals back in those days. We no. sent no. just college kids we didn't send any professionals in anything pretty cool really i mean there's a lot of manufactured patriotism in america americana american you know i I get chills thinking about it. there's a lot of manufactured things to be oh look how great this is that's a pretty damn cool story that's a really cool thing all of those all of those memories give me chills when i really think about them run Lindsay, and and braves win braves win and you know do you believe in miracles and and do you believe in cinderella sure but i just mean from a a national pride patriotism kind of thing i usually scoff at that was i've always really held that in a very awe inspiring kind of thing top of the pops i'm just watching the olympics y'all i'm watching the olympics and i'm looking forward to the super bowl go Bengals. i'm 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 all I'm all about the Are Bengals. Are you going to use your Ohio roots for this nonsense? <laughs> I, Go I Rams. Can, Screw I the can. Bengals. Certainly, well, I had two choices up there: either the Bengals or the Browns. Which one would you root for? Neither. I was going to say I, I still rooted for the Falcons, of course, <laughs> up until the year that I didn't, and I decided to become a Titans fan. And the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. Thank you very much. Showing exactly the same kind of timing I have in the stock market. Thank you very much also to Jason Armstrong, owner of American Exotic Guitars. He is the true definition of local artist, musician, craftsman. American Exotic Guitars provides the highest end in quality, handcrafted and completely custom-made instruments. To reach Jason, you can email him directly at AmericanExoticGuitars at gmail.com or you can find him on Facebook or on his website at AmericanExoticGuitars.com. All right, real quick, Sweetwater 420 Fest uh, released their lineup yesterday. Mm-hmm. Check it out. All right, first of all, Trey Anastasio, two sets. Yep. And again, that that line that line has been out. That wasn't. It has been out. Yeah. It's been I, out I, for I, a while. They, they might have added yeah. to it. They might have added Maybe. to it. Uh, Strange yeah. Cheese Incident, two sets. Humphreys McGee, two sets. Snoop Dogg. I think that might have been one of the things they added. 
Oyster Head gets top billing. Wow. I was actually at a restaurant. Trey's already going to be there. And heard people talking about going to see Oyster Head because they're huge Primus fans. And it's it's Les Claypool and a bunch of jam bands. That's what they said. Oh, okay. I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, But now I do. Goose. Uh, snarky puppy, bad name, great band. No, I love them. Bad I love name, them so much. Huge, Why is it a bad name? I think it's a good band. name. Because it's a cute name. It doesn't describe their music at all, and most people are not going to search out something called Snarky Puppy. I immediately and think they of, miss a bunch of really good, oh, good musicians. So good. I immediately think of Skinny Puppy, which is completely different. Yeah, it would be JJ Gray and Mofro, uh, Turquoise with the guys from the Talking Heads, Jerry Harrison, Adrian Blue. They do Remain in Light, Spafford, mm. Big Something, which we had back at Riverfront Nights years ago. And many, many, many more. JJ Gray, Mofro, Lotus. It'll be a it'll be a good lineup. Centennial Park, late April, I believe, going yes. on memory. Um, yep. And they usually do add later to their uh, to, to their lineup, so that's probably why you thought it was yesterday. But April twenty ninth through May first. Okay. Yeah. So it's a fun. It. It's a fun festival in Centennial Park. I think this might be the year. Might be the year. All right. That's it. Thank you, Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Go Bengals. We'll be seeing you guys, talking to you guys again on Monday. Keep on listening. Keep on spreading the love. Keep on sharing, liking, thumbs-upping, face-smiling, whatever you do. (laughs) Whatever you do. Give us a review. Yeah.